0: Time for the Forty ers Rush Podcast. And here's your host,
2: John Chapman. What is going on, Faithful? I'm so excited to be with you guys for the second time live today, but it's such a special week. That's why I had to call my dude, my freaking bestie, the guy next to me. Sorry, it's it's reversed. At host, Chuck B, Charles Barr. How are you, my friend? Man, I'm a mess. I'm a mess. <laughs> I've,
3: not, I've not slept well in very long. Um, but as you and I have been saying, this is the matchup we were praying for. We kept saying this is the matchup that the NFL deserves, and really both of these teams are very deserving. So yeah.
2: Man, I freaking love it. So if, for those of you that don't know, there is no 49ers rush podcast without Charles Barr. Like literally, kind of little pushy friend. Uh he definitely baby birded me off the ledge. And uh, a lot of people don't know. We did a 40 uh, NFL based show called NFL Express. You can go check Chee-chee. it out. Yeah. It had, like, 30 episodes, and we, we joked around a lot, whatever. We did bets. We had a good time, fantasy, whatever. It was a blast. Yeah. Um. But life kind of gets at you. Chuck does the good work. He works with the kiddos. He's an educator taking care of people. Social worker, right? School social worker. Yeah. Work. Is yeah. So, title? Yep.
3: Yep. That's my title, you know.
2: So. You know, saving the world. So um, want to say, what's up, Matthew? Became a YouTube member. I appreciate that. I love all the hashtag CCs. So this episode is designed, okay, And you're going to find out why I like Charles so much as soon as I ask him this next question. But you're going to find the parallels. We met in college. We fought a lot in college. But then Mm -hmm. we became became really good friends. Charles, how in the world – you're a Texas kid too. How in the world did you become a Philly kid? Well, first
3: of all, you know what? I don't even know necessarily if I would say I'm a Philly kid. I'm an Eagles kid, if you will. Um, And I have like an awesome dad and a a dad who – uh was uh, you know he was in the army for uh, quite a bit of time and during that time in the army he had that some of those drill sergeant responsibilities here and there and so probably unfortunately for you know us we butted heads a lot and again awesome dad but he loved the cowboys and he also wanted me to clean my room like every single day all the way you know what i'm saying so i the way i felt like i could get back at him you know, probably there's a little bit of rebellion. So Randall Cunningham, Ricky Waters, Irving Fryer, um, that championship that they lost really badly to the Cowboys back in the 90s. I watched that Kelly Green team. and I'm like, that's me. I'll take Randall Cunningham, please. So ever since then, I started following the Eagles. And then especially when McNabb came around, once you and I were in college together, I was really, really invested. So that was that's yeah. the story
2: the rebellion that's what i remember from young yeah. college charles Barr. rebellion was level 10 man and i'd say it's simmered down to a seven but i gotta give a shout out to your dad i love him my favorite part about your dad he's a diehard cowboys fan we bet 50 bucks on the uh 49ers yeah. cowboys gave last week and the, here's the funny thing so he he's he's such a good dude he's the best there is captain bar i love you if you're watching this he wanted to do double or nothing. We bet fifty bucks on the <laughs> Cowboys game, and I told him I was like, in our fantasy football group chat. I was like, "Nope, you got to pay me because I want Cowboys money in my bank account when we play the Eagles this week. And I'll bet you again for next week, but no double or nothing. Your money's coming to me, son." That <laughs> that was saying.
3: honestly just the one. I honestly was so proud in that moment that you did that. So that's uh, so, sorry, Dad. I had to do that. You know, there we go. For man. John so, for a second
2: now. Charles and I, we had the wonderful pleasure, and if you came to the Philly road trip, which was actually our first road trip ever was the Super Bowl, Kansas City, and Frank Gore came and hang out. It was awesome. In Miami, that was great. But our first, like, that inspired, man, there's like a market for this. There's a need for this. And Charles was like, dude, 49ers play the Eagles. Let's set it up. And so we went last year, week two, In Philadelphia to the 49ers Eagles game and that was just such a great experience so my question to you is this Charles how are the Eagles different 49ers won that game now that was a long time ago how have the Eagles improved since week two last year when they lost to the 49ers
3: I'd say one of the biggest pieces is that Jalen Hurts's mechanics have changed tremendously so if you remember last year, and if you are a dynasty or a fantasy football owner last year and Jalen Hurts was on your team, you maybe remember that he had a really difficult time with throwing the ball to the left, a whole wow. half of the field. And Tampa Bay actually exposed him in last year's playoffs with uh, Devin White, I believe, where they just played him and made him try to come back to the left. This year, one of the things that they worked on in training camp, Jalen Hurts kept saying, rent's due, rent's due every day. And so he's like, I'm going to come and work on this every single day. So throwing to the left and throwing deep has changed tremendously. I would also say A.J. Brown, we have a guy who's a go-up-and-get-it type of guy. There's a lot more weapons on this team. Um, I would say it's a healthier O-line. Finally, we're a bit healthier. We're a bit deeper on defensive line with the addition of Jordan Davis, who plays that A-gap.
2: T.J. Edwards. How how much snaps is he getting in the game, Jordan Davis? Because I think – you know, he's probably one of the most valuable members of your defense versus 49ers offense. You know, the, probably the biggest weakness of the Eagles entire team is their run defense. Yeah. You spit that first round pick on Jordan Davis, the gigantic mountain of a man from Georgia. How what, what's his snap rate like? And when he's in there, does it make a difference?
3: Yeah, I, I feel that he does make a difference. I think he's somewhere between I could be making this up. So so somebody could just check me in the uh, comments, but 20 to 25 snaps seems right to me. Um, When he's in, it feels like it's a big difference. However, sometimes the scheme that Gannon runs doesn't always suit to really stop some of these runs. And so you're right. I mean, one of the things that the Eagles have struggled with in terms of analytics, not always necessarily in the game when they need to stop, but say in the fourth quarter, when Saquon's going to gas you for 30, that's not going to look well on the stat sheet later on, people are going to be able to make much more of that. I think when the Eagles are really healthy, I think they are a much better run stopping team than the analytics show.
2: Ooh. Okay. I want to get back to that a little bit later. Yeah. Um, And look at this, man. What's up, Kenneth. He says, John, this is one of my favorite segments. Charles, I remember you from the draft party a couple of years ago. Charles has done the draft with me three years straight. We used to, before I even started this thing, we used to go to the draft which was awesome, Uh, this is probably going to be the first year I don't go to the draft in Kansas City. um, Same, same. Because we ain't got no picks. Got no picks. f the picks. That's kind of what it is. Now, um, I do also want to throw this out there. This is a time to get to know the Eagles. Charles knows his stuff. Charles watches like it's not like he's just a, a casual fan or whatever. This dude knows his stuff. So if you have questions about the Eagles roster, game plan, um, where their weaknesses, strengths are, throw that up in the chat so that we can get much more of an organic conversation coming across. You're the you're the Eagles expert, which is I think you've always wanted to hear, right? Right, and and because
3: of you, I watch every single Niners game. I listen to the show. So I feel like, especially this matchup, both of us, I know we both follow each other's teams, we really have an understanding of what, how hard-hitting this matchup's about to be. It's about to be violent. It's yes. just going to be a defensive struggle for a bit. I'm excited
2: for it, man. I feel like the Eagles and Niners like, have a lot of – they're like frenemies, if you know what I'm talking about. Because mm. everybody hates the Cowboys. Everybody mm-hmm. hates the Cowboys. So it's kind of like – the enemy of my enemy is my friend type of thing. Yeah. Because both you and Chris Limley, uh, like he's an Eagles guy too. And I, I have no qualms like being around that dude and supporting them just because I hate the Cowboys so freaking much. Now this week, a little bit different. Sure. It shot Jay. He says rough week. Cause his family, they're Niners, uh, but his dad's from Philly. So they rock with them too. That's funny. That, that's what's up, man. It, it, we're not the only ones with these stories out there. So the Eagles have improved dramatically. Let me. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna start off positive in your your favor. Sure, sure. Tell me about this Philly line because I think this is the biggest advantage of the game for Philly, not necessarily of the whole game, but the Philly line is just it's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah, I, good.
3: so I would say that we hear names, and so you're, you're going to hear Lane Johnson, who's definitely one of the very best. But one of the people who's a big difference maker that doesn't get talked about enough is Landon Dickerson. The reason is he's a big, huge monster on the inside. So when they run blocks behind him and then you have Kelsey sweeping around, it's really fast. This O-line is quick. Um, and it's really they're quick because of Kelsey, because he's able to get the spots very fast. And then Malata, who's one of my favorite stories in the whole entire NFL, where didn't play a snap in college, played rugby in Australia, and now he's a starting left tackle pro bowler. And Samalo is gonna be our probably our weakest link, but he's still good. Um I think he graded over 70 uh so far these past few weeks, and everyone else is over 80. So quick O line, not exactly a super powerful line besides beside Dickerson. Right. But yeah, yeah, that's us.
2: I like that. Look at this. Steven Rotelli jumping in the chat. Again, Ghost of Christmas Pass. We did the, um, the Dynasty, uh, the, the fantasy football uh, podcast together. Good friend. He says, what's up, chap? And hippie Kellen Moore. Oh, look at that, man. Love it. Love that hippie kelle there you go bro montana thank you for the super chat he says charles do you have a youtube link john has brought us phenomenal all caps i like that guest and promotes incredible value do you want to talk about your podcast it's not sports specific no you know what man i just continue to support john because i
3: see the value that he brings to his fans and not just his fans but the people who are fans of the niners and what's really cool about john and why i love what he does is like we both understand that, like, football is kind of like family, too. Like, it's like these connections, these relationships, going to games with each other, partying with each other, just having fun. Like, that's our connection to football. So, man, whatever support you were thinking about giving to me, just double down on John. That's all Dude, I'd
2: say. Man, how many Sundays did we spend together at restaurants, B-dubs, wherever, <laughs> just so we could watch football? Because we, we both loved our team so much. Yeah. Um, and the only way we could get that is by going to these different bars and stuff. It was such a good time, man. Uh, but man, we're getting some really good questions. Uh, Flash Gordy says, how do you feel the 49ers run game will do against this Eagles defense? Because again, this seems to be the matchup that is going to hang this game on. If, if the Eagles can stop the run game, they're going to have a pretty damn good result. If they can't, we've seen Shanahan in the NFC championship before, just say, if you can't stop the run, We'll only throw it six times. We'll run the damn ball down your throat. How do you think that's going to fare? I think CMC
3: is going to get free. If We're just being honest about it. If Eagles fans who are watching cursing my name, CMC is going to get free a few times. Hopefully we can limit that, but he's going to get free. I think he's also, there's a guy, there's one person in particular who I'm a little bit worried about, and that's Kazir White. He has a responsibility. I think TJ Edwards will fare much better, but Kazir White's been struggling recently I think uh, CMC may try to take advantage of that. How the interior O-line blocks this defense of Hargrave Cox, Jordan Davis, Josh Sweat, and Hassan Reddick, that's another question. I think they are – I think teams have been playing you guys with five in the box, right?
2: <laughs> or, well, five D-line fronts or six right. in every other case. Five or six D-linemen, yeah.
3: They're going to probably follow suit to that to some degree because – I think they just want to see if Purdy can do it, but guess what? Purdy has been doing it, so we'll see.
2: I like that, and you can see in the chat. Look at this one, man. Uh, Here we go. I'm going to try to do this correctly. From my man Tom, we're going to rock out with our Brock out and Brock and roll all night and Purdy every day. Wow. I feel it. I feel it. Wow. Uh, That was awesome. Ace freely, Ace freely in the house. Um, David asked this. Charles, what side does Slay typically play, or does he travel? What do you expect him to do versus Debo and Ayuk?
3: He travels, so he's a one-to-one guy. You don't have to worry. It's not like a Sherman situation. He's gonna travel through. You know, I think
2: that that's that was one a of slight them. dig. Did you see that? Did you guys see <laughs> that? That was a little bit of a <laughs> dig there.
3: A little <laughs> bit. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, the guy plays some of the most intelligent football out there. And what's weird is he doesn't look like he's actually trying that hard. Like the intensity, is not like flying towards the ball like some of these guys. It's very controlled. So uh, he travels, and I think that he's going to be mostly a matchup for Ayuk because Ayuk is a dirty route runner when he gets going. So I think they're going to want to stop that a little bit.
2: So yeah, I I personally, if I was Gannon, the defensive coordinator for the Eagles, I would I would send Slay anywhere Ayuk goes. And Bradbury, who's longer, um, I, I would put him on Debo, but it, it's rough because Debo's everywhere. I mean, I mean, he just well, lines up outside slot. You know, fullback, running back, jet sweep, yeah. he's just everywhere.
3: And Bradbury is the better tackler or the more willing tackler out of those two. The other thing we're still waiting on to see if Maddox is going to be able to play this week. I still haven't heard word. If he does, that's a significant boost because you get somebody like Jennings who's going to be able to work more freely if he's not there. But if Maddox is there, he's another guy who people don't know. One of the best he's your safety
2: big nickel people. guy, right? He, is, he really plays more
3: of that slot cornerback more than anything. And then you got CJ and Mike Epps playing safety.
2: I think Epps is a player the 40 yards could take advantage of. Am I wrong? In, I think, saying that? I, I, no, no, no.
3: I do. I actually think you're wrong on that one in particular. I think Kazir White, you will. Mike Epps has been this underrated guy all year. He just shows up. He's not big, though. So he's not going to come waylay and knock a ball free, but he is there. Really, wherever the ball is, he's there basically within mm. an instant. CJ is going to be more of our, Chauncey Gardner is going to be more of our risk taker, more of our up in the box, Uh-oh. to lift him from safety down to slot. So
2: I'll say this y'all's two, two of the biggest one sided trades this entire year was you guys getting AJ Brown. That was stupid. Uh, got the GM fired from the Titans because of it. And then you guys getting CJ Gardner Johnson. That was, Y'all got them pennies on the dollar. And if Huge. I'm staying with that thing, you got James Bradbury for free. And for free. you got a top 10 pick. Like, I hate, I hate what you guys were able to do this offseason. Like, I, I all four of those moves. And you know, anytime we have a trade, Charles and I we call or text like immediately, dude, did you see? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so we had a lot more moments like that for Charles. Uh the 49ers got the CMC trade, which worked out magnificently, but man, we paid top dollar. I don't feel like you guys paid top dollar for any of those four acquisitions.
3: But you guys are also doing it with like less like big names per se. You know, and I feel like that's one of the things where I feel like DeMarco Ryan deserves so much credit because he has that that defense playing so technically sound in the secondary that it makes that pass rush that much more difficult because. Man, yeah, Bosa's going to get there. Yeah, the pressure's going to get there sometimes. But that secondary is always where it's supposed to be most of the time. And that that's why turnovers happen
2: so often for the Niners. How do you feel seeing D'Amico Ryans, one of your favorite players back in the day? Yeah. How is how is that, seeing him in the red and gold going up against you guys?
3: Man, I love I just love him as a player and as a person. So I wish nothing but good for him. So,
2: He's a good know. dude, man. He's a good dude.
3: I and and I, like how
2: you, I like how you brought up Ricky Waters earlier. I feel like this is the Jeff Garcia-Ricky Waters bowl. Who else am I missing that kind of has – no, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, not when Kelly. both teams wanted him out. Nope, don't think so. Nope, don't think so.
3: We both wish Chip Kelly never coached either oh, of our no. teams for sure. Gosh,
2: man, that hurt. That hurt. No, I'll, I'll stay with Ricky Waters and Jeff Garcia.
3: Okay, yeah, that's better.
2: Um, We got a question. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry over 27 and a half points. Draymond Green will he make one 3-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Picks app today and use code 49ERS for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. If you care about security and convenience, you need UFI Video Lock. Let's just say you're sitting on the couch and you want to lock the door and you don't want to get up. Got gotcha you covered. You're wondering who's visited your house while you're away from home. Done. You want video that's stored on your device without a monthly fee? Ufi Video Lock has everything that you need. On top of that, it's easy to install. You don't have to drill anything. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. That's it. Keyless entry, finger point recognition, no battery anxiety, and they have 24-7 customer support on standby for you whenever you need it. So if you haven't yet, go to eufy video lock you can google it you can check out the videos and all those things that is e-u-f-y video lock or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door that's eufy video
0: lock wilson you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar how did you do it
1: I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense.
0: Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
2: Question here for Big Papa. Thank you, man. He says, guys, is the Eagles front seven? Are they faster than Dallas's front seven? Let's deal with that one first. Mm. which one has more speed? So this is um, a rough one.
3: So I will say um, that on outside, you're not going to match Parsons because that's who we're thinking of. Is anybody faster or going to get to the quarterback as fast as Parsons? No, but Hassan Reddick is right there. Hassan Reddick's numbers, whether people want to go there or not, he deserved to be in the defensive player of the year conversation. Was he at the top like Bosa? No, but he's right in that mix. He number 16, two in sacks. Yeah. Number two in sacks. He has a bunch of other types of force fumble, other things. So Hassan's there, but they also have other players who can get there quickly. One of them is, uh, Sorry. is weirdly, I'm going to mention a guy just, uh, for this podcast. So people can know is Milton <laughs> Williams. Milton Williams, remember the name.
2: That's a made-up name. That's a made-up name. That's a made-up so name.
3: So Louisiana Tech, second-round pick two, three years ago, and he really is outplaying a lot of, I'm going to be honest, he's been outplaying or at least have bigger splash plays than Cox or Hargrave. Every time he's in the game, he's shedding a guy, getting in the backfield. So I think we're as quick and more powerful than Dallas, but just minus the superstar of Parsons.
2: It's The pressure's coming from all sides. Hmm. Okay, I like that. Now, other things I like, before we get to some more questions, guys, keep I love this conversation you guys got going. Y'all bring in the heat, and I freaking love it. But if you want to look good, we got you for all your 49ers. Or if you're an Eagles guy, here you go. Check out our sponsor, Homage. They put together some great stuff. Excited to announce a new partnership for all of your 49ers swag, homage.com you can use the link in the description of this video or podcast whatever you're listening or watching to h-o-m-a-g-e.com and not only do they have all of your 49ers gear hoodies t-shirts all that stuff if you use our promo code 49ERS, guess what? You get 15% off your entire order. You remember NFL Blitz, the video game? Get Debo decked out in the Blitz gear. They've got hoodies. They've got jackets. They've got the old NBA jam logos for Steve Young and Jerry Rice with all the attributes on there. I wear homage t shirts all the time. And if I'm ever around Niners fans, I get the most comments it's absolutely incredible so check it out and if you are just wanted to get somebody for something that's not a Niners fan they've got other team pages too pop culture all kinds of stuff check it out homage.com use promo code 49ers for 15% off your purchase oh and I'm rocking my homage today I got my Debo autograph 49ers going uh looking to represent now I gotta be honest with you okay I'm a little bit of a uniform guy okay yeah, I'm a little bit of a uniform guy. I love uniforms. Okay. Yeah, the top, your hat, fire. I love the Kelly green. It is incredible. The yeah. bottom, that blue, whatever the hell that is, it pisses me off every time I see it. Ruined the one of the best uniforms of
3: football. I listen. You know, I agree with you on this. Um, the Kelly green, though, if you're wondering, it's coming back next year. So. I heard that finally we get the color that really we should have been in for a long time if you go back to some of those early 2000s uniforms they're disgusting um we're not all as, all as blessed as the bay you know with the the burgundy gold, gold baby or san yeah. diego um, yeah. or this year's Bengals all white which
2: was ridiculous so yeah. I like the uniform. I love that uh, uniform stuff like drives me nuts. I love it. Shot Jay, what's up, brother? He says the only weakness the Eagles O-line has, and I want to see if you agree with this, is they love committing penalties. They get flagged a lot. Do you agree?
3: There's a specific penalty that if you watch all the games, you'll see it's not false starts. It's actually on the screenplays that there's having uh, the O-line gets down the field and brings us all the way back. It's our most – I think we had really three in one quarter just recently. So you're exactly right. Our players get going, and a lot of these big chunk plays, they get brought back. So that is a problem.
2: Yeah, there we go. So that, that's going to be interesting. You know, the very first play last week, Bosa drew a holding call and kind of backed him up, which was awesome. So we'll see. Uh, flags have been interesting. But if we're going to look forward, look at Tom. The Super Bowl is in Purdy's hometown. It's fate. Can't fight fate, baby. And I'll say this. I am going to the Super Bowl regardless of this week's results. However, I am um, throwing three parties. One, two, three. If the 49ers win, I will be throwing wow. one party if the 49ers lose. We'll be doing a watch party down there anyway. So uh, A pity party. Yeah. I don't know. We, dude,
3: <laughs> we, hey, you better watch it <laughs> <me> now. <laughs> no. In all honesty, though, I'll definitely be, if, if, in all honesty, if the Eagles do lose this coming, I'm definitely rooting on the Niners. And I'm definitely oh, rooting on Purdy. I'm rooting on Purdy big time because I first of all I hate the term Mr. Irrelevant. Get rid of it. But the fact that this guy is just balling, you know, definitely with it.
2: It's been fun so far. And I'm NFC all the way. Um, I do like the Bengals a lot, but um, no, Eagles. I I want to see the Eagles do what they could do. Um, yeah, I, I like the way they build like it's a respect thing. We were talking about it in the group chat. Uh like this is like I despise the Cowboys. I have no respect for them. I talk trash nonstop. Insulted their parents, their coaches, their players, their trainers. I hate them. Eagles, yeah. I, I got respect. Like yeah. a similar build of the teams. Two, yeah. I think the two best rosters in the NFL for sure. For sure, go there now. I've, They don't have Patrick Mahomes or whatever else. Now, Josh comes up with this question. I like this. Eagles linebacker core struggles with coverage. Who out of your starting backers is the best in coverage? Is it Kaiser White or is it TJ? Who's better in coverage?
3: It is TJ Edwards, but there's another person that's involved. So this has been a big issue in Philly the past four or five weeks because people have been calling on N'Kobe Dean to come in over Kayser White because during his short snaps, he's balling out. He, every time he's on the field, this guy is making a play, tackle for loss, but he's not getting a lot in. I wish, or we'll see what happens. If they struggle in coverage too much, you could see uh, Nicobe Dean potentially coming in. But you're right. I don't know if it's the LBs. What I'll say is that there are certain schemes and certain play calls that Gannon gives free range to the middle. You can't do that with, with the Niners, though. For, for reasons of Debo, for reasons of CMC, once he gets out and runs a route, that's going to go for 20, 30 yards if you're going to give it two free. So that is a potential. Uh, we're not Fred Warner. That's for sure. I mean, that's a big issue. I agree.
2: I don't know who is, though. I mean, that's that's kind of the thing. I, I think you've got him and Roquan Smith. Maybe you could throw Devin White in there, but they're still, they're light.
3: No, Fred Warner, we look at all these stats of, like, Defensive Player of the Year. Let's be real honest. Fred Warner, to me, is a Defensive Player of the Year for the Niners, more so, uh-oh, more so than Bosa, in my Ooh. opinion, because he does so much. I feel like sacks and all that stuff, pressure is important. Fred shuts down the middle of the field. He shuts down sideline to sideline. I think without him, it's a different team. I think without Bosa, I feel like they could fare a little bit better than without Fred. That's my personal opinion.
2: It is. That's interesting. That's a hot take coming. To, I mean, Bosa's winning hot take. Defensive Player of the Year, but uh, yeah. That's a hot take that I think our crowd can get behind. Uh, yeah. Hey, Kim bro, what's up, man? He says, can somebody help me join Patreon? Thank you. Um, I got you. So I'll load a video, which I've loaded lots of times whenever we get lots of new subscribers, that walks you through how to find the content. It's all there. We have over 700 video breakdowns up on Patreon. And wow. so the, if, if you go to our, our our base screen where 49ers Rush Podcast, there's a little search filter. And if you just type in Cowboys, Eagles, whatever. You can find it that way if you want specific videos or you can just scroll down through the feed, but the feed goes on a long time. So I'll help you find it. I'll repost that video. If you message me on Patreon, I'll be able to send that video to you directly um, and be able to get that to you and help you find it. So trust me, we're going to get you taken care of. Uh, I I stand by it. The most in-depth 49ers coverage out there. No demand. We put so much for every minute we're active on here. We got two minutes on Patreon. Um, It's just a lot now. Steven, he says, I hate the mid- to late-season depth additions of Linval and Sue for the Eagles. How have they panned out?
3: I mean, they've shown up here and there. Uh, it's not bad, though, to have that sort of beef for goal line situations. They're not being asked to do a lot. The three main rotations, they're not even getting more snaps than Milton Williams, who I mentioned earlier. So there's sort of an afterthought at this point. You see Sue hanging out on the sideline a lot. So. Not really worried about it.
2: Oh, I like that. Okay, we got we got we got some fighting words here. Okay, okay. Uh, we, back to back. Matthew Cub said he says our old line will get out in space to block like no other team the Eagles have seen all season. We block hmm. in space. What say you? I say I was going to mention this earlier
3: too. One of the things about Shanahan is that sometimes he sees players for who they're going to be versus who they are. One of the players is Aaron Banks right? Like he's sort of like a big animal in space now that you don't, yeah, you don't want to come across him, man. He's going to flatten you. So I don't know that they're, I don't agree with that, actually. I think that Hargrave and Cox and Jordan Davis are an actual problem. You've not seen an O-line, or sorry, you've not seen a defensive line interior like this before. So it's going to be internal pressure. One of the things that we've heard about Brock Purdy is that he has a difficult time stepping up into the pocket if there's any sort of criticism, I believe the Eagles will try to take advantage of that and put pressure right on A and B gaps. That's my Ooh, thought.
2: I like it. He's getting in there. Now what about this one? Josh says the Eagles' defense is finesse, not physical.
3: Not the front. Not the front. Josh Sweat is a big boy. Cox, Davis, Hargrave, Hassan Reddick. these are not small guys. This is not the same as the Cowboys. they a big physical team. Um, they're linebackers. You could make a case to say that they're, you know, not as big. I mean, obviously it's Fred Warner. I mean, he's got such length, but no, this is not a finesse team. Uh CJ Gardner comes and hits Mike Epps, even though he's lighter comes down the box and hits Bradbury hits. So no, I think this is a physical team. I think that, listen, these are both really, it's an evenly matched game that's coming up. It's going to be yeah, very physical. I think so.
2: And I'll say this, the 49ers have probably the most physical team physical defense, physical – like, the Niners are a little bit of an anomaly. But the Eagles aren't far behind. Defensively, the way they build their rosters trenches out. It's Even their wide receivers, like, A.J. Brown can fight. (laughs) A.J. Brown and Debo are almost identical in so many ways with the way in which they play. They're very, very similar. Now, the routes, A.J. Brown, the hands, A.J. Brown, yak, and all that stuff, that goes Debo. But again, A.J. Brown's not far behind.
3: I got a question for you and maybe for some of the people in the chat.
2: All right. Y'all got to answer think, this question. Y'all got to answer this.
3: Out of who, out of this skill position is going to have the best day? AJ, Slim Reaper, or Goddard? Or Devontae Smith? for, for the-
2: um, I'm most scared of, well, AJ Brown got us last year for the Titans, um, That was a Christmas Eve game, but we have five new secondary players compared to what we did back then. So Jimmy Ward's the only one that was around, but he was safety. Now he's slot guy. I'm more concerned. I think Dallas Goddard, he's my number three tight end in the NFL. It, it, it goes Kittle, Kelsey, Goddard. That, that's yeah. my not necessarily just receiving. I'm talking all around. Right. Because Goddard, again, he's a lot closer to Kittle than he is Kelsey. And he yeah. had a monster game last week. Good gosh. You almost got yeah. – I mean, I think every tight end had a big game. Hayden Hurst did. Kelsey did. Um, who else am I missing? Uh, um, who Who's the other game? Yo, your guy. Yeah, all, all four of those. The four winning teams had dominating performances by the tight end, I felt like. Um, yeah. So I'm and most then, concerned to Goddard.
3: And then, two, you know,
2: what say you to Jalen Hurts? I
3: mean, is it is this just going to be – an area where you feel like this D-line is just going to crowd him. He's never faced this kind of pressure. Is he going to get out? What's the worry here?
2: I like this comment from um, Kimbrough. He says, the coverage that give Hurts the most problems cover three. We play cover three, the sixth most in the league. Also helps us keep eyes on Hurts. Hurts, his special is deep outside the numbers, which is the way to beat the 49ers. But our coverage... I feel like comeback routes are where teams have their most success against us. Comeback routes and rub routes um, on third and short. But I don't know, man. I, I'm worried about Hurts with his feet. If I could do anything, I would flush Hurts out of the pocket and force him to throw. I know those are like oxymoron, whatever. I want Hurts out of the pocket, and I want him to try to throw on the run. That's what See, I want.
3: I And so this is what's going to be interesting, man. It really will. So one of my favorite things about Hurts is that he doesn't run to go score the play. He's not Josh Allen. He's not going to go dive and get himself injured. He's sort of—you're going to hate this comment. You're going to hate it. Your whole fan base is going to hate this comment. <laughs> he rem- he reminds me of when Russell Wilson was good.
2: Uh, it reminds I thought me. Thought you were going to go with the Steve Young, and I was going to get pissed. But no, that's no. okay. It, it, <laughs> no, that, that was correct. when re-
3: when Russell was good, he would go down and do that little shortstop baseball slide right so he didn't get hurt. That's what Jalen Hurts does. He's going to get eight yards on you and not worry about the two. He knows he's got other plays to get it.
2: So, yeah. Yeah, I like that. Oh, what's up? G-Code, appreciate the gift. He says, did you see uh, Dak mad through his helmet? It was intercepted. Hey, got to stay consistent, bro. Got to stay consistent. Uh, No Dak love here. Actually, I like Dak more than most Cowboys, but uh, I I will stand on my claim he is a great value um, Kirk Cousins, uh, just off brand. That's really what he is. And when pressure moments show up, he disappears. Um, N-N-K-A, thank you. He says loser has to do an edible. Now, I will say this, um, not necessarily on the edible track, but we are holding a virtual tailgate before the game, 30 minutes before kickoff. We will be live on the Jan app, and that is in the description of this video. We got drink roulette. We got hanging out, all kinds of fun stuff. It's going to be an absolute blast. We'll go through the first quarter. Uh, It's going to be a really, really good time. So uh, if you want to do those things, that's going to be there. But uh, yeah, we don't have a bet on this game. I bet your dad. I don't have a bet with you, Chuck. Let's go. Let's run at fifty. Oh, oh, coming in, swinging hot, swinging hot. All right, uh, we'll we'll put fifty on it straight up, and there can't be a tie in the playoffs. So we're just nope. gonna keep playing. But man, nope. Chuck, before I let you out of here, and I just want to say thank you. This is fun. This reminds me. This is like back. In this, the is day. A old, this is an old. This old school man. This seven yes, years sir. ago. I miss it. Give us your prediction of this game. How is it going to unfold? Who's going to win? Do you have a score prediction? We bring it, bring it. Don't water it down. I know you got a little WWE in your background. Let like I I, like I want you. I want to feel how you feel about this game. All right. I wiped his nose. That's how you know he's serious. Heart and mind. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to
3: say something just going to piss off everybody. You're Bring it, fight. man. More than one. I feel that if we're going to win, it means that Purdy's going to struggle in a big way, not a little way. So I think 35 21, I think the Eagles get up big in the second half. Defensive struggle the first half, and then interceptions. I like two picks for Purdy in the second half.
2: He's never thrown two picks. He's about to. About to, <laughs> all right, all right, I love it, man. Well, Charles, I just want to say thank you for your time. Uh, you even got some fans in here, Eric. What's up, Eric Pruitt? Showing up, uh, he said, Eagles, get that dub, go birds. Uh, I think those are birds, I don't know if they're seagulls, uh, I don't know what they are. They look like pheasants, but uh, that's okay, that's okay. Uh, but man, thank you so much. I'm so pumped about this game, and again, I will commit to this. We got our $50. But if the Niners lose, I will be pulling for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. There's no doubt about it. Same, uh, same.
3: That's to the up, Niners, man. man.
2: Guys, this has been fun, guys. Uh, at host Chuck B on Twitter. Make sure you comment on him, talk trash, uh, and tell him. Y'all call him out whenever they lose this game because they're going to lose. Niners winning oh, this man. game. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> All right. Till next time. Appreciate everybody. Thank you, Chuck. And as always, stay strong, faithful.